Into the Apex is back on the road in 2022, beginning with the 60th running of the Rolex 24 Hours of Daytona. We'll be trackside for the WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, FIA World Endurance Championship, GT America, and NTT IndyCar Series. Visiting Sebring, Mid-Ohio, Watkins Glen, VIR, Road Atlanta, and the streets of Nashville. For the full schedule of events, visit IntoTheApex.com. world of real and virtual auto sport meets mad sim racing media presents the into the apex podcast We're here on Into the Apex with Bradley Tyler and Rob Gregoire. Our guest tonight really needs no introduction for all of us that follow both real and sim racing. Uh, Daniel Murad is a professional driver for Allegra Motorsports in the Mercedes-AMG GTD in the IMSA WeatherTech Sports Car Championship, a Rolex 24 winner, and on the virtual side, champion of the IMSA iRacing Pro Series in 2021. And of course, Muradness, a lifestyle brand motivated by motorsport, where I've been stocking up on gloves and socks for my own sim racing, and uh, an awesome Twitch channel as well. Uh, welcome, Daniel, and thanks for spending uh, some time with us here on the show. Thank you. Are you sure you haven't missed anything? I, I feel like the list can go on longer. I mean, I don't know. You can keep going if you want. I, anything I, I else? You have a. I could do. A, I think a two-page essay at this point. I'm kidding. You can stop right there. there My most proud moment is being a VIP on Daniel Gray's. Uh, Twitch. Yes. So uh, you may see that in my CV <laughs> kicking around. Well, I know, you, I know you've been, <laughs> I know you've been driving a lot of Sebring both in the sim because you've just come off of a lot of uh, Sebring in the LMP2 uh, on iRacing, yeah. but you've also been doing some testing in the Mercedes at the real Sebring uh, for the Sebring 12 coming up. Yeah, it's uh, it's just like full on Sebring at this point. I I was there testing last week uh, in real life in the Merc, and um, we had a two day test and came right back home. Caught up on some uh, Maradna stuff. Um, we're we're gearing up to launch some new products um, in the in the next week. So um, you know we're we're a small team, so there's a lot to be done. Um, but, uh, yeah, jumping back in on, on iRacing and trying to get back into the rhythm of it. It's really difficult when you step away and, you, you know, stepping back in, I don't want to just participate. I, I actually want to compete. And when, when people are putting in like eight hours a day, 10 hours a day, it's so hard to go back and compete. Yeah. That, that's the difference between the sim and real life in real life. You know, on one day of testing, I had four laps. So it's like, you have to make it happen in four laps on the sim you know, I'm really good up those first four laps. There's nobody better. (laughs) That's a lie. That's a lie. But you know what I mean? Like it's how much time you want to put in and, uh, yeah, just grinding away the last two days. We just gone hardcore on Sebring LMP2 working on setups, just dialing it in, working on myself. Mostly that's really what it comes down to. Uh, it's in, I mean, really that's kind of starting off with the peak question for us. I mean, this show is, it kind of blends the two, sim racing and real racing, and you're somebody that uh, really does well at both. Uh, so what we always ask, what we're always curious about, is kind of the mix of the two. Uh, really, like what is what carries over? I mean, I know it's very it, it's limited in a way, but uh, it, 
is there any part of it that carries over from from you know Sebring, yeah, car to car, from driving the Mercedes and things like that? I'd say the biggest tra- uh, transfer between the two is how you race. Um, like I, I think IQ on the track is where you'll really see me excel. If you watch my streams, I'm I'm cutting through traffic in a way that is you know benefiting real life drivers, having that experience, knowing where to go. Um, I still find like the the fastest iRacing drivers still sometimes don't make the right decisions or don't assess the, the situation. They may be quick. Um, you know, there's very few that are very quick and incredibly good racers and make good decisions. Um, I mean, we all make bad decisions from time to time, including myself, but you try to minimize those. And um, I'd say, you know, even these last two days on C, you know, in the iRacing official races, um, you know, I've been doing, um, you know, a lot of LMP2 because I want to know what it's like to be the punt, the punter. Not hunted. <laughs> so <laughs> until I go back and get the abuse in real life, you know, I want to assert my dominance <laughs> as the faster car. <laughs> but uh, no, I mean, I try not to kill anybody. That's it's like the last thing I want to do online is is ruin somebody's night, and and I hate it when somebody ruins my night. It just sucks because mm-hmm. you just go in there, you want to be fair, you want to race hard. But um, yeah, the transferables going back to your question is probably the the racing in general, like how how you interact with uh different car classes and cars in your own class as well mm. that's probably the biggest transfer um everything else is pretty unique you know obviously hitting an apex is hitting an apex but how you manipulate the tire how you turn the steering wheel how you trail brake it's very unique to the sim itself um it's not you know one to one transfer mm. you know an LMP2 to LMP2 or Merv, yeah. you know AMG in the game or in the sim to AMG in real life it's actually i prefer to drive some different things um it's like max verstappen says he doesn't want to drive an f1 car in, in the sim yeah. because it's like fun to try other things and really develop your your skill set in other disciplines Probably and I some know, bad habits I could easily transfer over to, right? Like, yeah, I don't want to get too close. Like, in terms of the, um, you know, I really would like to see a bit closer of a, a driving characteristic between the sim and real life. It doesn't feel like the car, really. Like, I have to say, it does. It, it's going right. to get better. It is an old build, the the AMG. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm sure it will get better. It is known as like one of the nicest cars to drive still, which is good because in real life it's great it's my favorite gt3 car personally yeah um i've driven the i've driven like three four four different manufacturers other than the amg so um i've been around Mm. around i've driven cars and the merc is my favorite it's the one i I always default to is like you know when people ask what's your favorite car it's the amg 100 percent I love this the roar, the deep roar of the amg both in the sim and in real life i love the as a spectator i love the sound of it and I know uh, I won't put you on the spot with it, but we've kind of followed some posts in the iRacing forums about perhaps a new scan of the of the yeah. Mercedes. Oh, there's a new car. Come well, hopefully soon coming. <laughs> uh, maybe, maybe before I'm Nerd sure. That, I'm maybe. sure there is. I don't know. You know what? Like even me. Like I'm. Not, I'm going to be fully open. I. I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, who knows? Maybe I'll be surprised. But it, it could maybe be you'll just, be surprised. Yeah, we, we <laughs> it, it could be the it could be the Twitter rumor mill or the forum. I, you know, I think I think there's a lot of rumors going around. People are people are excited for it. They want to see new GT3 cars. Um, I know that there will be new cars. Like uh, you can see it just with the W12. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm sure GT4 will eventually happen. Like the AMG GT4. 
uh, GT3 new car. Like all the, this is something where every manufacturer, it's no secret. I don't know when it's going to happen, but it will happen. BMW is pushing, Audi's pushing, uh, AMG's pushing. Like everyone is going full throttle. You can see AMG just partnered with Williams Esports and uh, Urano. So, um, you know, they're really, really heavily invested on the esports side. And, and officially, I'm I'm a professional AMG simulator driver. So um, they're they're taking the real life drivers from the program and, and assigning them into the virtual roles with, uh, you know, I have two or three other guys on the program with me this year from AMG. That That is very cool to see them. I mean, it, all of the manufacturers kind of come into the sim side and um from uh, for you transitioning from the real racing career to the sim, uh, obviously with the Twitch and with Maradness, uh, I'm interested to kind of talk about uh, where where the Twitch stream specifically, uh, how that where that started or when that started, and kind of how that has evolved over the years. Because uh, I know I know your setup now is just beautiful as, <laughs> as a sim racer. It's, it is yeah. beautiful. Uh, but I'm, I'm interested to hear how it evolved because I know it probably didn't start that way. No, I actually made a post on Instagram at Daniel Morad. Uh, <laughs> and um, I made a post about the evolution of the sim and how it started. I, I actually started in 2020. I guess 2020 it was like when I fully went into sim racing in February. It's been two years now. Uh, I had an iRacing account in 2015, but I never used it. Like I had it maybe um, a couple races a year or something like that. You can check uh, the the profile. Like there was n- there were no races, and um, and I I was very uh, as the pandemic hit, uh, everyone transitioned online, and I had a Twitch stream. I was thinking about doing a, some stuff here and there, preparation for Daytona and things like that. Um, but I started with VR. It was hilarious because I stuck like googly eyes on my VR goggles because it was just like, <laughs> you know, what do you look at? It was so uh, we were so disengaged, the audience, all five people watching uh, in the very <laughs> beginning. No, but actually what was crazy in the beginning of, of the sim racing and streaming career was that it, it was when the pandemic hit. So um, I jumped online with all my buddies in the real world and we organized races um, with like Antonio Felix da Costa. Mainly he was the the, the glue with within the entire program he kind of um got everyone together and and we all know each other every all drivers are friends within the paddock and within different disciplines as well so we had like 40 or 50 real life drivers all racing and like lando uh, norris joined max verstappen joined we had uh latifi there lance stroll albon uh, button was in there montoya like you name it it was insane um barrichello like everybody was everyone was driving and it was um, nobody was streaming at that time either. I was like the only one and Lando was streaming and I kind of got inspired a little bit by his stream and his setup. And I'm like, yeah, it's so nice. It's really, really cool. So it kind of pushed me and I'm a perfectionist. I, mm-hmm. I just want to, it's just my character. It's how I yeah. perform in real life when it comes to um, speed or my job. I do not leave any leaf unturned. I will tear it apart when it comes to setup, engineering, myself, analyzing data. Um, if I need to, usually it's all in my head. I, mm-hmm. I, I can figure everything out really simply, but I always push myself to be the best yeah. possible or to p- like raise the bar. I don't, right. don't want to follow others. I want to be the bar. That's just how I yeah. am. So I'll take ideas and inspiration 
But um, yeah, just at the beginning, it helped that I was racing with all these top level drivers and they had no way for their fan base to follow their online journey. So they all just said, hey, just watch Morad. He's streaming. <laughs> so I had at the beginning, it was crazy because yeah. there were like three, four hundred, seven hundred people watching hmm. in the beginning. And once everyone else started streaming, like DaCosta and Albuquerque and and you know, mostly the Portuguese guys, they they have a crazy <laughs> fan base. So then, then it started getting a little saturated and, and it was going down the viewership, but it made me think like, okay, there's potential. There are this many people that want to watch that will enjoy. So why not provide entertainment and, and meet new people and, and build communities? And that's what Miranda's is about. It's about building communities. Mm -hmm. So it, it's um, at first it felt like it was very individual or selfish um like oh you know it's all about you and you know moradness is you but it's not about me it's about everyone mm -hmm. it's about giving people a place that you know a community for everyone to grow and to meet each other people that have the same interests so that's kind of what it became and and now it's growing um at like an incredible rate today because i really push forward positivity uh community and being nice to each other ultimately i feel like people are losing um, real like losing touch with reality. Yes. Um, the more technology comes into play, and like the more you're behind your computer and your keyboard, there's so much more hatred in the world. Mm. And you see it even on Twitch. There's like some toxic yeah. communities, and I don't want it to be anywhere near them. Um, I would love to be friendly with everybody, though. I mean, if if people were willing to be friendly, I always try to become friends and to um, mend, uh, let's say, broken bridges. Mm -hmm. but uh yeah i mean that's just where we are today and that is a lot of information in yeah. one that got deep that got deep. well that's <laughs> too yeah deep. that's this that's kind of yeah that's, this is a deep dive well that's kind of where we started i mean the th uh, three of us here and then we have a team on the side as well we started at lamont i racing lamont in 2020 yeah. never met each other never talked to you. obviously we did because we're you know we look the yeah. same yeah <laughs> but uh just a group of guys met <laughs> <laughs> group of guys met on iRacing and then over the years we've just raced team races with each yeah. other we we end up talking every day and now we've gone to races with each yeah. other and it's you, you make lifelong friends through what yeah, other yeah. people would call a game yeah. but that's you know you yeah, I, G1 I, I keep calling it a game i mean I <laughs> it's a sim it's a game it, it, ultimately yeah. it's a game and it's right. in the simulator genre right Yes. Yes. There that, you go. that is a fair it's, summary. That as, is a fair summary. As Rob has coined, we are the jocks of pretend world. That's what we are. <laughs> I like it. Yes. Uh, but, uh, I mean, I can attend. I mean, I've kind of jumped into the Miranda's community, and I, I mean, I think that's uh, that's absolutely true. I mean, it's uh, I've found kind of a great community there, and uh, we kind of uh, the three of us uh, here now uh, joined the uh, meetup at Daytona and kind of yeah. gotten in that group and to see that group. Uh, to see what it was about. Yeah, and it's, that was a great like turnout. Yeah, it's it's everybody with the shared interest, but it kind of brings everybody to get uh, to kind of very briefly. I mean, so I was wearing the hat that's behind me on our camera, yeah. which our listeners can't see, but I was wearing the hat which you've signed since. Uh, but I was wearing that uh, on set. I think it was Friday at Daytona, yeah. and uh, walking around, and I saw somebody else with a, a Maradness M on their hat. And we kind of looked at each other and kind of gave each other a knowing nod. Yeah. And that was, hey, that's the community. It's kind of like the bite, you know, when you're like a, a motorcycle rider yes. and you kind of give the wave or like, yeah. you know what the community and like the Porsche community is so strong. Whenever you see like 911s, you get kind of, like, yes. I, I had one for a little bit. Um, when I, I won the Porsche GT3 cup 
in Canada. And that was one of the prizes was like mm. a 12 month lease on a nine 11. Oh yes. Um, so I had a nice red nine 11 for, for 12 months. And, um, and yeah, it was like such a cool experience because, uh, there I was like 25 years old, 26 years old. No, I guess I was 20. I would have been 26, um, driving around in a nine 11. And I was like, la la la, you know, like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you see this like gentleman that's made it in life. <laughs> and then yeah. there's me, a pretender. <laughs> I was in pretend world <laughs> and giving the nod like, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I got this. But no, the Miranda's yeah, hats it, it's, or like the clothes and stuff. You just, mm. it's that, that, um, that's how people find each other. And, no joke it's down to the, even people have uh are starting to date each other like they're one of our friends she um she she came out to our go-karting events and she um she met somebody at one of our karting events and now they're oh, wow. they're um they're together for like uh, a while so it's really wow. cool you know you never know what what can happen yeah you can find you your best people- friend you can find your soulmate oh Oof, bring, it's deep you, you bring people <laughs> together i mean legitimately bring people together uh, See the, but, the two M's, the two the two sides. I'm just gonna make this up. Yes. What that is, I need to like <laughs> visualize. The two M's, the sides, are <laughs> representing individuals, and that V in the middle is the bridge. It's the gap. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. I'm just gonna stop there. Now, now we on. know what it is. Now that, that takes a whole new life. That's to that right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should make an animation where those like M's turn into people and then like they come together and then it's like two arms that extend. Oh man. <laughs> I swear I have not had anything tonight. <laughs> no, <laughs> the, the only we, we may have, but Daniel has not uh, <laughs> just delirious on Sebring. Yes. At this point, the bumps have shaken my brain. <laughs> I could be concussed virtually. <laughs> it, I mean, I, I'd love it though. And, uh, I mean, to talk about Maradness as the lifestyle brand, um, obviously, again, our listeners can't see it, but I'm wearing the, the eraser shirt. I've, I've got a few pairs of the gloves behind me uh, at my rig. And uh, as far as the hardware, the, the actual equipment that you could uh, get on at Maradness, uh, it's really taken my sim racing to it's kind of given the immersion a next level. Uh, yeah. Because I, before I, I never really wore gloves. I didn't I didn't have anything on my feet. But I've I've grabbed the socks, I've grabbed the gloves, um, and, and the gloves really have taken it to the next level. <laughs> and, and proliferated through our team. Like, they have. So Rob, so I, so I bought right. So I bought the first pair, uh, and then Rob bought a pair of the. I believe what'd you get, Rob? The send it. Yes, the newest print ones. And, yes. Uh, and I just kept collecting from there, and a few of our guys have have grabbed Ooh. them and. Uh, I mean, co- just, koozies. There, there we go. Yeah, koozies at Daytona. Oh yeah. And, uh, I mean, everything has just been awesome. I mean, it's really uh, the designs that you guys make. Uh, I mean, getting into that, um, that's been that's got to be quite the thing to kind of have that brand and have the you know design your own uh, stuff with that and uh, and have the reception that you've had here. Yeah, it's, it's neat. I mean, we just were evolving. We started out with hats and that's how it, it just started um, by random, like by chance at Daytona after we won um, the Rolex, people started paying attention like, oh, cool. Like, cause I, I, I mean, long story short, maybe, maybe we get into it, maybe not, but I was out of racing for four years and made like a pretty insane comeback. I, I mean, just completely random. I called a team Allegra Motorsports who I'm racing for now and they're like, wait, 
you have what you've won all this stuff and you're not racing. Why? So then they were interested. So it kind of got my, it opened the door mm. and then they, they invited me in. They heard my story. They gave me a test impressed in my limited track time that I had first time ever in a GT car and, you know, won the GT three cup title with them, went to Daytona. We won Daytona and I had a hat from Adidas at the time. They, mm. they made uh, 10 of them for me because I was sponsored by Adidas for my race gear. And we had like an M it was actually uh, not quite the same version of this M it had the same proportions, but the corners were sharper. It was like uh, sharp edges. I made that myself. I made that on, on a plane ride somewhere. Um, I just kind of doodled it on like Microsoft paint or like Apple, like paint oh, wow. or whatever it was. And I just started like drawing straight lines and like, I started erasing the negative and I'm like, Oh cool. We made an M there. So that's good. Like that's a logo. I made a logo and I used it as like a fun logo for me personally. Mm -hmm. And I put it on a hat and Jess, my, my fiance, she's like, after one day, Tona, people were messaging me saying, Hey, where can I buy this hat? Are you selling them? So she's an entrepreneur. Like she's really the one that's mm -hmm. the driving force behind more Adams. It's not really me. I'm very creative, but she's, um, she's the business. So, um, she took my hat off my head. She sold all 10 hats <laughs> in like five minutes. Wow. She made a Shopify account and we put the word out on social and within five minutes, so all 10 hats gone. And she's like, okay, I'm going to look into making hats. So through our, uh, some of our friends, um, they, they were hooked up with some manufacturers and we, we ended up making a production of like a thousand hats and we sold them all. It's like, mm. all right, uh, so <laughs> make more, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, you can only have so many hats. So eventually we started expanding. We nailed the hats. Um, then we expanded out to like some clothing and we did like not the best clothing at first. It was more like generic shell and not really custom with the print. And I'm like, yeah, this isn't I don't like this. Then we went full custom picking fabrics, making our own sizes, um, like full 100 percent from scratch. And, um, yeah, we made t-shirts and that those actually were really popular and hoodies, the hoodies right now are like insane. So comfy. Um, and with this whole sim racing stuff, I was wearing other people's gloves and I'm just thinking like, why not make our own gloves? So we, we made a prototype and like, ah, oh, this is not bad. Actually. I'm like this is, this is okay, <laughs> but we have to fine tune it. So then we started picking fabrics and sizing and grip. And we, we, again, you know, took it and made it our own and mm. we kept evolving because, you know, we come, uh, everything's been done organically through community. Mm. We've done zero ads, no ads, no ad spend, zero dollars. So it's in, in terms of business, like the company's very profitable mm. because we're not spending money on ads. It's time that we spend on building the community. It's very community driven through Twitch, through social media. Um, and we're lucky because it's word of mouth. We have great people that are involved. And once you get into the community, it's contagious. You have to spread your your experience with your friends, like you guys have, right? You yeah. kind of see how awesome it, it's, and I don't want it to revolve, revolve around me as a person. Mm -hmm. I want it to be revolved around everybody. Yeah. We're all in it together kind of thing. That's how I, I always view it. So yeah, it's so community driven. And it, every time you get to like a plateau in, in your growth, you're like, okay, it's kind of stalling. It's consistent, but how do we go to the next level? So we thought gloves and we're thinking further now socks maybe more stuff we're, we're working on more stuff um always pushing right and the next level is really getting our gloves 
certified for car racing because once that happens yes, you yes. better believe all my friends are going to use them <laughs> oh yeah well i mean that's the great yeah. thing about it is i mean the latest uh, new designs are kind of customizable and part of the community especially in the Miradness discord um everybody kind of posts what they get as it comes in it's kind of an event in the community as, as everything <laughs> comes in oh yeah and uh and you kind of see what you have and it's very custom. It says something about each person, what gloves they get. So it tells me something about Rob that he got the Sendit gloves. Rob's a bit of a chaotic guy. Rob's a bit of a chaotic guy. Yeah, so he's there for safety rating for sure. Yes, he is. Oh, yeah. Rob is there for safety rating. Uh, yeah. Rob, basically, send it, the Sendit gloves are exactly Rob's personality as I knew it before he got them. So it's, <laughs> it, it kind of matched his personality. Whereas uh, I got the I cut float, loose on the golf float. course one time with them. <laughs> <laughs> we play golf at Daytona one, but I know Rob right. intimately. Oh, I know everything you I need said to know. It too hard in the course? Oh yeah. Oh maybe, maybe. Rob, Rob <laughs> went hard in the paint. It's my first <laughs> time at a Canada in a best. <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Rob got actually for Petit Le Mans. Rob got stuck in Atlanta trying to go back to Canada just because of COVID <laughs> testing. Yeah. We, we we did a whole thing on that. It was so it was interesting uh, to get Rob back there. Yeah, there's great ways around it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean that's been the great thing about I mean all of that is everybody kind of getting what they what fits their personality, and there's something there for everybody. Um, so kind of going to, into the real racing history uh, as we get towards the end here. Uh, I know you started in Europe and kind of were on the open wheel track uh, a bit early on. Um, what were some of your experiences there as far as uh, in the real racing world? Yeah, I mean, my whole career, I, I was really aiming from when I left karting. I went straight into like junior single seater series. And my goal was always to go to Formula One. And I thought at one point it was a real possibility because um, I had so much success early on. Um, with, with BMW, I was a junior driver in their program and, um, like the BMW F1, like junior team. Um, well, it was in the formula BMW series and I'd been so successful in the beginning of the year that, um, you know, winning, winning four out of six races and, you know, second in the other two that I didn't win, uh, Red Bull signed me. Mm-hmm. So actually, um, you can't see it on the podcast the, the the listeners but the on my stream you'll see like the, there's a re, uh, front wing off of my formula bmw car oh, wow. and it says red bull on it and all my teams signed it after i won the title that year oh wow i broke a record actually in that season right. for most wins all time um in the series so uh it's the same series sebastian vettel uh won in europe uh nico hulkenberg uh, so many guys i think rosberg mm. might have won it as well if i'm not mistaken mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, literally like some of the best F1 drivers went through that, that series. Um, after I won the title, I got dropped by Red Bull and BMW, uh, was, um, closing off their program. And that's when like BMW turned into Sauber. Mm. So it was just bad timing. I went to Europe, did uh, a one GP right from formerly BMW. And uh, it was tough, you know, going from a 140 horsepower to 700. It was, uh, interesting because my neck, you know, that's it's just, there's no power yeah. steering in those cars. And my neck was so small 
It grew six centimeters in three months. Oh wow! In circumference. Jeez. Yeah, my my shirts weren't fitting anymore. My dress shirts, like I had to get a whole new wardrobe. My I looked completely different. That's why wow. when you look at F one drivers, their necks just go straight down. There's no neck. It's just like from head to shoulders. That's great. Their jaws are connected to their shoulders. Yes, yeah. and that's really all. In F one, you have power steering, but in A one GP, you didn't have power steering, and the cars were only like three seconds off F one. So it was a tough jump. Yeah. But it was it was tough. It was political. Um, that was my yeah. first taste of politics. Actually, Red Bull was the first taste of politics. Really, um, how bad it was. How how money driven the sport was. I didn't come from money. Um, I came mm-hmm. from being successful. You know, being successful for me was how I would make it in life. Yeah, and winning, being ruthless on the track, mm-hmm. fair but ruthless. Yeah, and because I was so hungry and I didn't have um, a wealthy upbringing. Let's say it wasn't, I wasn't coming from poverty, you know, in racing, you never come from poverty. It was very much normal, normal family. My parents sacrificed everything. Like I put them in bad spots, you know, honestly, Mm -hmm. my very uh, last year uh, or my first year of car racing, my last year of karting, luckily through karting, everything was covered. My parents had to pay for travel and stuff, but it's expensive, you know, traveling across North America at weekend after weekend. So, um, yeah, in, in car racing, they, they sold, um, some of their, you know, my dad had an office, um, he sold it for, for like his company office and put me into racing, whatever he could. And then I got a little bit of help from one of his friends Then it got picked up by Red Bull and everything. But yeah, after that, it was just tough because I was trying to bounce from opportunity to opportunity and I had no money. I couldn't pay for my racing. And at that point it was very political because you could buy mm-hmm. your way into success through mm-hmm. politics, through the series, through pre- preferable equipment. Um, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, uh, Money dominates the world. I mean, just, just that's, and in racing is such a, do- a money dominant sport Yeah, where the car doesn't go around the track by itself. It has to mm-hmm. be, you know, you need to pay for it. Essentially. A lot of people do pay for it and, or some way or another. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Everyone's a paid yeah. driver at one point. Yeah. Um, it's just who pays for it. And for me, I couldn't pay for it. I needed somebody to. So thankfully through A1GP, we had really good um, team sponsors. I drove for Lebanon because Canada uh, failed as a team. Like they they pulled out of the series when I w- went into it. So I had enough uh, qualifications to drive for Lebanon. And that was great. I did a season there, super political. Um, didn't really get any results because we had like two two finishes. Everything else was like technical issues. Um, but that's a whole other story. Mm-hmm. then gp3 was fun uh bounced into that so that's like the fia formula three also you want to talk politics like it was tough it was really really tough that was like the final nail in the coffin for me that's where i stopped racing for four years i had no more funding mm-hmm. the guys that were helping to fund the program from a1 gp they were like no interest in in playing with toy cars they said they said even oh, either wow. f1 or nothing oh, so wow. At that point, they they got rejected for an entry for F1, and um, they pulled the plug. So I stopped racing. No one could pay for it. So yeah, four years out, did some uh, coaching with the Audi driving experience in Canada, and uh, that's where it kind of brings us back to the beginning of our the podcast where I was talking yeah. about joining Allegra. After four years, I was like, man, I am wasting away. I feel like cabbage on the side of a dock just like rotting away (laughs) 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 Uh, cabbage yes yes 
but yeah, I mean, they gave me the chance. Uh, at one point, I'm like, what am I doing with my life? I kind of had like a moment. I'm like, oh, this is great. I'm making good money. I'm coaching. It's fun. I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning how to not be shy. I was very shy. I would never do this podcast before, you know? Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I was so shy. I would never do live streaming. Wow. I was such an introvert. It was incredible. I don't know how I became the way I am. And now I don't, I don't shut up. That's the problem. <laughs> Fuck. It, it's, it's excellent stuff, though. Uh, I'm glad yeah, you I, mentioned the politics because it's, it may seem unpleasant, but we were, you were kind of chatting about that at the Daytona meetup and uh, we yeah. were kind of listening to that. Like, that's very interesting. Cause as we've kind of, we're very in the very beginning of meeting drivers and, and people in the teams and kind of learning about that aspect of it, but it is realistic and it's how the, it's kind of how it keeps going with, with sponsors that, yeah. without, that pitch in without and, money the car doesn't show up to the track. I mean, yeah. there's just, well, there's it, no it takes a team, right? It takes a yeah. team and those people don't do it out of charity. They need to earn right. a wage as well. <laughs> they have to pay their bills. It's yeah. different than soccer or basketball. Right. You can just take a ball and kick it around a field into a net. Yes. Um, it doesn't cost money to kick a ball. Yeah. But it does cost money to push the start button on the engine. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Yeah. Because before the car even gets there, that's the biggest expense is yeah. the logistics of the crew. Um, you know, moving the car, preparing the car, the parts on the car. Uh, it's a lot like you don't think about it. I wish more people would talk about it. You know, like yeah. you even see an F1 or an Indy car. You would not believe how many drivers like they're incredibly talented, but I wish more people knew that there was some in some way or another, somebody was paying for it. Yes. Whether it's their family or and it's not a bad thing. No, I wish I came from that. Yeah, should I be an F one <laughs> right now? <laughs> we we talked about. I mean, I've I've kind of learned that, and and again, yeah, no, it's not. I don't view it as a bad thing. It's not um, a negative thing. It's just the way it yeah. is. It's everyone perceives a pay driver as a negative. I no. would rather be a pay driver. I'm not. I wish I was because that would mean I had a certain level of like financial success before even dipping my toe yeah. into racing. Yeah, and if I'm good at it and successful, and I had the funds then it just gives you more opportunity to be even more successful. Yeah. Um, but you know, there's a few guys in F1 that didn't really come from wealth and, and they had somebody that did support them or believe in them. So they picked them up from an early age. Um, but majority of the drivers came from some sort of, you know, great financial immense backing, wealth. whether it's their family or what's that? Like some sort of like immense wealth. A lot of them. Yeah. Now it's immense wealth. It's, it's uh, getting a bit out of hand. Um, mm. It's getting, I don't know why the culture's changed so much. Even racing, like going into grassroots racing, it's so much more expensive than it used to be. It used to be manageable for my family. Um, at the very beginning, it used to cost, you know, uh, $2,000 for a cart and engine, and you could actually do this. Now, if you're not spending 10 grand on a cart and engine, and you're constantly flipping them over, every three races, you're getting a new cart. Because it's just the way it is. It's so competitive now. People are spending 150, 200,000 on karting. I would never be, I would never race at this point. I would not be a driver today if it was like that back when I started. So it's just getting out of control. Um, I find that like you can do arrive and drive karting. That's great for people that have the passion that want to drive. But um, once you take that next step, it starts getting expensive. It starts getting really expensive. It's too bad. So I think what I'm hearing here is we should all stick to sim racing. Sim racing. <laughs> That's why sim racing is amazing. You can see it, it is. cool. Yes. You get um you really have a larger opportunity, a larger pool of drivers to select from. The only problem with sim racing, it's not a problem. It's 
just how much time you want to put in. Yeah, if you right. put in eight to 12 hours a day, like most professional sim racers, at one point, it's going to click, right? For me, I put in four laps of practice and then send it in the race. And I expect miracles, but I learn as I go. I really adapt quickly and I'm very uh, critical on myself inside, not in a negative way, in a how can I improve way. I'm always looking for that edge, like how... Uh, my 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 mind is never going in the negative area. It's always in a positive space. Like, how can I find that extra turn and grip? Or what do I need to do differently? I have my telemetry live on the screen on my fourth monitor, which is something I don't get in real life. I have to feel it with my my foot and my hands, my feet, and my hands. And what's crazy is that now when I drive in real life, I actually start seeing telemetry lines oh, wow. because of how I how connected my feet and my brain and my hands, like everything's so connected. I literally never look at telemetry anymore in real life. Um, it's only to validate or to verify what I'm feeling, but mm. I don't need to, I leave the engineers to do data because that's their job. And for me, my job is to, um, I already know I'm on the limit. And if I feel like I'm uncertain about something, I'll verify with my teammate, but normally I already know it's crazy because the sim, I, I feel wow. the limits so much quicker transitioning from the sim into, into real life because, um, in real life, I used to rely so much on my feeling subconsciously. I never consciously thought about what I was doing, but with the sim, you have to consciously know and understand what every input does because you don't feel it. Yeah. So you go so much deeper in real life after you drive on the sim. That's why I like it and driving different things because the adaptation and how quick I have to switch, you know, from one thing to another. That's why Monday madness is the best. It's our community races. We host every Monday, Yes. four different events, five different events over the night, every 30 minutes to 40 minutes, we turn over different car, different track, different feeling, different setup. I just want to learn quick. And that's where you can see who the good ones are, who the good drivers are. Cause yeah. you don't have, you know, guys with the highest I rating sometimes aren't in the very front. Sometimes you have a guy that's like a three or 4,000 I rating that they can be in the front because they have such a good feeling of how to adapt quickly. The guys that have high, high I rating are just grinding 12 hours a day. Mm. You know, that's really what it comes down to. And I don't know about you guys, but I don't got that kind of time. Yeah. We, we got, we got day jobs. <laughs> busy. Can't yeah. do that. Can't do that. Well, that, that brings me to kind of to start to close is uh, one thing that I would not miss. And uh, you meant, we mentioned coaching a bit in the real world, uh, but the coaching in the sim world, I know you've done, you've been filling hours with that quite a bit. Yeah. And uh, you, you kind of gave a, a teaser of that. So I'll tell you this, uh, when uh, some of those were on uh, Twitch, some of the Daytona, pre-Daytona 24 and iRacing uh, coaching sessions are on Twitch. Uh, when I, I was watching uh, the Maradness Twitch for that, and I, I just was sending messages out to Bradley, to Rob here, our, our whole group of people that were going to race in Daytona. Everybody gather around and watch this. And uh, Rob Free and I... coaching. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yes. You, I mean, for Rob can back me up here. Uh, it kind of changed our whole sim racing world going into the, the Daytona 24. Um, just seeing some of those pub... Some of those broadcasted twitch streamed yeah uh, coaching sessions 
Yeah, no, it's great. I mean, I I really want the community to grow together. And I know that I get so much positive feedback privately. People message me saying, thank you so much. Like, I don't have uh, the money to afford, you know, coaching, but just what you show is is really nice. And obviously, one on one coaching, you you learn so much more because it, you know, you dive so much deeper into telemetry and like people, everyone has everyone, I would say the majority I've coached probably 250 students so far um in like the not even a year so it's been really really busy it's like six hours a day usually i fill my schedule um that's like where i cap it per day yeah um but everyone i could pretty much coach somebody to like 90 percent without even seeing them drive based on the lap time Hmm. you tell me the lap time you're doing i know exactly where the mistakes are because it, it just comes up there's only one way to make a mistake that that bad to make the lap time that that time <laughs> and usually um when someone's close and they're like i can't find that last bit it's another reason it's it's crazy how there's a pattern and you can really start developing developing a pattern there's like hundreds of different drivers but it's very very similar in the way people are driving and one small fix if you watch the reviews you'll see every single person that writes a review is like yeah like it's incredible i gained one second or i gained you know, depending on the spectrum, right? Some people are three seconds off to start and they're like, I gained two, two and a half seconds in one hour. Or, you know, if someone's three tenths off, they're even quicker than me sometimes at the end of the session because, um, you know, they, we, they see where I'm good. They see where they're good and they put it together together. We put it together. Um, and, and that person can unlock their true potential. So it's insane. The, the sim coaching is like a full-time job on its own now yeah. but it's super rewarding i love i enjoy it i wouldn't be doing it if i didn't enjoy it yeah. i think it brings me back to the point where when i stop racing mm-hmm. i kind of realized that it's such a blessing to be able to do what i'm doing so i'm just going to always do the things i want to do in life if i'm not happy i won't do it if i don't want to be partnered with somebody i'm not going to be partnered with them mm-hmm. i just want to be with people i want to be with people i'm happy around and life's way too short I'm not going to waste my time being unhappy. If you have like a terrible job and you're unhappy, but you're being paid well or whatever, and you get sucked into that trap. I was, I had the perfect story. Like I was, uh, I was coaching doing driving experiences and Mm. the money was amazing. Like it was, yeah, it was great. I could have lived off of that happily, but I wasn't happy at one point. I'm like, what am I doing in the parking lots, kicking cones around? Like, it's cool. It was fun. I learned so much from it, but Mm. I've learned everything I can. Now it's time for my next, my next journey. And it was just crazy the way everything lined up and I just kept pushing. I never gave up, just kept pushing for what I wanted to do. And I didn't come from money. I didn't have money. I yeah. Just found that opportunity. So did, that's kind of an inspirational it. point yeah. for anyone. Like I always, anyone that ever comes to me and is like, Oh, you know, I'm not happy. Like, uh, you know, life's tough right now. If life's rough, stop focusing on why it's rough or how it's rough. Cause if you keep focusing on that, you can't focus on how to make it better. Mm. Right. So you always got to focus. That's why our community is amazing. Cause everybody's so supportive. You know, people can be down and it's fine. I I'm down sometimes, Yeah. you know, not very often, but you know, everyone has their off day and yeah, you just got to keep pushing forward, focus on the goal. Everybody kind of rallies around yeah. everybody. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's unreal. Just so, got to send it, send it. That's right. Pretty much. 
if you if you didn't listen to the whole thing because there was too much talking, the moral of the story <laughs> is just send it. Just send that's it. right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's so much we could we could get to. Uh, hopefully, you'll join us again uh, sometime this year, or we'll see you at a track uh, on MZ. When's the next think- When's the next race? You guys coming out to uh, for us? Mid Ohio will be next on our list. Okay. Cool. Well, I'm going to have a meet and greet at every single IMSA race this year. Nice. I'm going to talk to IMSA as well and see if we can do something a bit more like official mm. um, to see if they can get involved and help do tours with our community. I think that'd be really, really nice. They already hooked me up with, um, you know, um, tickets to my for my mods and other streamers and stuff like that. I really want to try to give back as much as I can to our, our community. Um, so I'm going to keep pushing and keep leaning on them to see how much we can get. Because if you don't ask in life, you don't get. That's right. So oh, I always ask. Girl. Shout out I to ask Barb. For what I want. Shout out to Barb because she's an, a fellow North Carolinian at the moment. Oh, uh, yeah. Bradley. Uh, good to meet her at Daytona. Um, yeah, great. God community. damn it, Barb. <laughs> God damn it, Barb. That's, that's an insider. That's an insider. Uh, <laughs> uh, Exclamation point, Barb. <laughs> uh, we, we appreciate so much some time with us here on a Friday night. Uh, after a full day of a full afternoon of Sebring, uh, and uh, absolutely hope you'll come back, and we'll definitely see you hopefully at Mid Ohio and a few more Emza races this year. That's Daniel Murad. Again, thanks so much for joining us. This Thank evening. you. Thanks, guys. We'll be right back on into the apex setups. Whether you love them or hate them, they're one of the most important elements in sim racing. However, so many of us don't have the time to painstakingly tweak every value to create a good setup. Never mind the hours of work required to find game-breaking exploits to make you even quicker. The Coach Dave Academy has created competitive iRacing setups developed by professional sim racers and engineers that are designed to enhance your performance in the most popular sim racing game in the world. Receive new setups for iRacing season car and track combinations every week, giving you the time and pace to be able to focus on racing on the track rather than being sat in pit lane. All of the setups follow real driver feedback and come with MoTeC data and replay files, helping you improve not just your car setups, but also your driving technique. The best part? When you sign up, the first week is free, which means you can test the setups for yourself before committing to a monthly membership. Check them out at coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. That's coachdaveacademy.com forward slash iRacing. This episode is brought to you by the racing fans at Great Hire HR. Whether you're hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire will let you keep doing what's important, running your business. For more information, visit greathirehr.com. That's greathirehr.com. You've just achieved your greatest accomplishment as a sim racer. Now what? Don't let it become just another stat you never see. Alien Awards is a service run by and for sim racers, creating clearly printed plaques on solid surfaces, something you can display proudly to mark a major victory and show off your team and sponsors. Whether you're an individual driver looking to create a memory or a league owner looking to take your season to the next level, Alien Awards can help. These are quality awards I know because I've won one. There are no setup or design fees and shipping in the U.S. is free. Take your sim racing career to new heights. Visit alienawards.net. That's alienawards.net. Finally, this episode is also brought to you by Bad Weather Brewing Company. Located in St. Paul, Minnesota, Bad Weather Brewing Company serves up craft beers such as the Fog of War Hazy IPA or the Immortal Toast Infused Right Stout. And some of the best designed cans you'll see, by the way. 
For the tab list and to grab your mug, visit badweatherbrewery.com. Proud sponsor of the Mad Sim Racing TC Sport Sprint Series in 2022. We're back on Into the Apex, and Patrick Stein slides into the studio with us from Chicago. On in. Welcome in, Patrick. I had I came in head first. That's the only way to do it. Patrick, Patrick sent it all the way in. Uh, Bradley, uh, we're talking about uh, some developments for you that we I think we semi teased in the last. Yeah, we episode. teased some stuff was in the works. Speaking of speaking of going all the way, sending it, uh, Bradley. We've talked about Bradley's obsession, obs- unhealthy obsession. With the Hyundai, I'd say it's pre- it's kind of healthy. Is it Hyundai or is it Hyundai, Hyundai or Hyundai? Hyundai. Hyundai. It's whatever. Hyundai. You, Hyundai. It's Hyundai. 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 Elantra. In in model in not in, in model. No, if you say in, in model, yeah. you've got it wrong. Don't say in line for God's sake. No, okay, it's not in an in line. Okay, in line is the is the semi version. Yes, it's the semi. Probably today, today. before before this show. Uh, went and picked up a new Hyundai Elantra in I did model. Uh, something that he's been teasing himself and slow walking towards for a couple months now. Um, how do you feel as a as an amateur TC car driver? Right now? <laughs> is I mean, it, uh, is it race ready? Is that I mean, they kind say? of put it on track at the eight hours of Indy, didn't they? They did. I'm not. I mean, with slick tires, but it looked exactly the same with the roll cage. But uh, if um, I drove, so to put some backstory, we teased it last week because um, I put a deposit in on this car. It's a very tough car to find. Currently, it just got released in December. Um, I'm sure all that will change. Uh, but it was a hard car to find, especially without a markup price. Um, so I told myself, we saw it at Daytona. This is where it started. I've well, been looking no, into it That's not before. exactly well, where I've been started. Watching, I've been religiously watching YouTube that's videos. That's more like it. Since, you know, maybe in November. That's fair. That's more um, accurate. We're watching videos daily, looking at research, joining the Reddit page, all that such, all that stuff. A lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot, lot of stuff. A lot of stuff. So uh, I tell myself, well, you know, my my financial situation and current car situation is is such that I could probably. What were the two words? Car. What were the two words you used almost exhaustively, Bradley, about your car situation? Uh, positive equity. Oh, yeah, I had some positive equity. Bitch. So. I told myself, well, I'll wait until they come become more available. Maybe the prices will even out. I'll give it to the end of 2022. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm still teasing myself, peeking on the Hyundai website, looking at local inventory. Oh, there's nothing around me. Something pops up close by. It, it, somebody scoops it up right away. Um, or it's marked up, so I just forget it. Um, so I, I'm still looking every day. I'm like, you know, like, oh, something. I, I, I don't mean this. It's not real. You know, I'm not. I'm just looking. There's no harm in looking, guys. No harm at all. Hurts lot nobody. A lot of looking. A lot of looking. It harms, looking. hurts nobody at all. So I start looking. I'm like, well, there's one about two and a half hours from me in Virginia. Of course, we're in eastern North Carolina. There is one relatively close. Is it a manual automatic? I kind of want the, the DCT, dual clutch transmission. I don't really want the manual. So I look. It is the automatic. Okay. Oh, good. Okay. Oh, good. So I cont- I like, well, it doesn't list any any markups on the website. It says contact. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. They're trying to, to bait you into contact them and they'll rope you in. But the- I'm a strong person. So I'm not going to get sucked in by these games. So you messaged them immediately is I what did. you're saying. I, okay. you, know, you know you go to a dealer website and it pops up 20 pages of 
do, do you want to save money or do you not want to save money? Click yes or no. All that you stuff. clicked yes five times. I clicked uh, the inquiry thing and sent them an inquiry. Of course. And of course, they responded by texting me, calling me. Uh, they called deceased family members, sent me emails <laughs> on two emails, uh, sent a pigeon to my house, which I'm not sure why they did that. Complete background investigation. Yeah, it's like they reach out to you through every nook and cranny. <laughs> uh, do a complete, they're like the KGB, basically. <laughs> so nice. I start talking to them. I'm, I ask them directly. Is there a markup on this car or is there not? And they said, no, we're not. We're selling all cars at MSRP. And Bradley was sold in the deal. Yeah. Well, I'm like, well, it's, it's such a hard thing to find uh, with this car. In all you needed. Yeah. So that's, that's considered a deal, which is a shame because it, it shouldn't be. But that's a deal these days. So I, I talk to him more. I get a quote or an estimate. Throw a bunch of add-ins yeah. on. Whichever word you yeah. like. Yeah. Throw a bunch of add-in and things on all the all the things dealers try to add to your purchase uh, to gain more money, things you don't really need, and thinking they're going to give me a hard time and I'm just going to back out of it because they're not going to let me, you know, deselect these things. So I ask one time, I don't want that, I don't want that, I don't want that. Can I get it at MSRP? The response was, Yeah, we'll just take that off. Like, okay, too so it's, easy. It's get, yeah, it's getting more real. Too easy. Yeah, it's too easy. So I tell him, well, give me, give me the numbers updated, all this stuff, um, you know, go through, no, I'm not going to waste time talking about all the, you know, deliberations, uh, but the numbers were right. So went ahead and reserved the car. Car was supposed to come in next week, got a call, uh, Thursday or Wednesday saying the car is here, come pick it up. So what did I do today? I went and picked it up in Virginia. And drove it two and a half hours back here after some uh, wheeling and dealing. Wheeling and dealing. Did you play hardball? I, I actually, uh, other than just not taking the things so that no. were thrown at So me. no. You yeah, did. no, no, you I didn't. Did. No, I did. You did. Not I, I accepted. First first off. Yeah, yeah. Well, they got, no, no, no. They got, got close enough. Close enough for me. I was a little Second exhausted. Offer. Yeah. Second offer. Yes. Okay. Drove, drove two and a half hours, a little exhausted, a little hungry, a little thirsty. I'm not going to waste a whole lot of time. 1.5 offer. Offer 1.5. <laughs> okay. Yes. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Something I can, let's put it this way. Something I can live with. <laughs> I can live with it. Bradley, Rob. And I'm minus a gallbladder. But other than that, I can live with it. <laughs> blood plasma. Don't need it. Yeah. Don't need blood plasma. Don't, not don't really need that. You not know? important at all. Organs are meant to be donated and sold. Rob, Patrick, you guys were with us. We were all at Daytona together. We all visited the Hyundai booth together at Daytona. When when I said to you, Rob, that when Bradley, they allowed Bradley at that booth to sit in the car after he had watched. Oh, that's all she wrote. He had watched a pornographic level of videos <laughs> about this this car <laughs> that he wanted. Uh and, and I said to you, Rob, at, at Daytona, once he sat in this thing, it's over. It's all over. And here we are today. It is all over. It has happened. Or it's just it's no begun. longer it's just begun. It's no longer conjecture. You uh, can't there. use the word pornographic as a numerical representation. You just can't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. I can use whatever you I got want. to a pornographic level. Everyone's thinking, like, oh, he was watching someone. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever you want to watch. Don't, don't give us details. Use your imagination. Rob the power punched, of imagination. Rob punched out of that one. Yes. Good job, Rob. Good job. Uh, Rob is proud of you, Bradley, I believe. I think Rob is proud of you. I think Rob is jealous. envious of me. It's the more appropriate. 
Yeah, that's that's definitely the more accurate. Because me and Rob, it. me and Rob, I pulled Rob firmly in the team Hyundai Elantra in at Daytona when he got to sit down in it. Um, we got to peek in. I actually have a, a very lovely picture that I took of the inside of the car with the window up of just me and Rob oh, sweet peering dude. through the window. My God, I've got that on my phone. I looked at it today actually while I was at the dealer. <laughs> like, oh look, there there it is in a picture. Here it is in real life. <laughs> He looked at pictures of a previous car. I looked at the pictures while I was looking at the, the car itself. So here, here's my take. <laughs> yes or no, this is the common man's Lamborghini. I'd say it's the common oh. man's Porsche. It's not a Lamborghini. Okay. It's okay. more, okay. to me, it feels more like the seats could be straight out of the a curves. Porsche. The curves of yes. the car, perhaps? Just something about it. I, I, or, or, I mean, really, we should be saying it's more BMW because the uh, Hyundai, Hyundai in division is there at least was this particular car was designed and headed up by the original designer of BMW Motorsport BMW M. You know way too much about so you guys are like way. doing the analogy of it being like a poor man something and I'm kind of like going reverse and thinking of like a fancy swaggy something shitty. Yeah, you know what I mean? Well it's it's new. So I to be clear, this is obviously the first Hyundai Elantra N. There's been there was a there is a Conan. do you work there, for Hyundai? No, no, but we're talking about it. Okay. I think there he's going a, to apply for There is a Kona in, and there's of course the a little bit older Veloster in uh, that appeared in TC. Tell us TC about more. Racing. Tell yes. us more about these cars. I mean, if you if you're into TC racing, touring cars, this I mean, you know about these cars. They're very they've really made a splash in IMSA Mission Pilot Challenge and TC. Racing agenda. I'm going to buy a, a Honda just to compete with you. Yeah, get the Type R, why don't you? I will. Just to compete with you. Or get... Uh, Go head-to-head. Yeah. Well, some of those other TC cars. Is that what you're the trying Audi to say? R- what is it? Audi. 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 R8. Alfa Romeo has one. Oh, that's yep. right. It's quite competitive. Right. Huh? Good luck finding one of those around here. I think I can afford that. I can swing that. Yeah. But, I mean, it is, a re- as they say on what, Top Gear, it's a reasonably priced car. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, that's debatable depending on what you get. Yeah. But... I mean, it is really for the common person, which I would consider myself Bradley's the common the com- person. Bradley's the common yeah, I, man. I, ch- I clock in, I clock out, put my hard hat he, on and off he, every he day. He carries his lunch pail in the work. He's, a, yes. he's everybody. He's you. He's me. Yeah, it's, it's, he's Patrick. He's Rob. He's everybody. Yes. I'm, I'm V for Vendetta. That's so it is. <laughs> <laughs> Does Patrick get that reference? Patrick, yes, I do. I, I love that movie. Yes. He is you. He is us. He is all of us. Yeah. Bradley's the common man. Yes. He's so, I mean. Man. It is an accessible performance sedan. Is the best way to describe it. It's you can you can get it if you're of moder of modest means. It's all Bradley can afford. It's all yeah. he can afford right now. I mean, it is. I'll, I mean, if you obviously with with certain markups and things, and I told them this today that if if you mark it up, just honest discussion with the dealers. If you mark it up so high, yes, it's a nice car. It's worth a little more money than the, obviously the regular Elantra by a lot. But it's not a BMW. It's not a Porsche. Don't price it out of its range. And I'm talking 40 plus grand. You know, you can buy a reasonably nice used BMW for that, that amount of money. Um, so don't price it out of, its, out of its market. Obviously, Hyundai has intended this car to be a fun car for, I say the masses in quotes, because obviously not everybody is an it's enthusiast. Hard to, it's yeah. hard to find. Well, no, not everybody's well, an enthusiast. For car enthusiasts. Yes, not yeah. everybody wants this kind of car. So, you don't need it. Enough foreplay. Enough foreplay. Yes. How how was driving the thing? That's what we really want. It to was. Get. Am I, uh, 
I'm going to let you down with that that question. I guess so. So with cars like, I guess with cars like this or in general, obviously it's a good practice from what I've learned uh, to not push these cars in the first few hundred, several hundred miles. So the manual recommends in this car not to exceed 4,000 RPM in the first 600 miles. So I drove it on eco mode the whole way home. Oh, God. But I did put it in in mode, which is the, the most performance-oriented mode, and it sounded amazing. Yeah. Uh, it sounded well, great. Obviously, Bradley and, and I the are... power, you could still feel the power. Not but those not sounds boring. aren't real, right? No, it's well, real. It is real, They Ron. could be false. You can put it in TCR mode and make it put fake TC sounds. Oh, okay. So it's the TCR I didn't do it mode the car. does it. No, I didn't no, try okay. it. It's, this is like a, a present that you need to slow wrap. I thought you showed me all the modes. No, you need to. So of course, Bradley and I are in the same studio yes. here. So, so the car is outside. Yes, and uh, he rolled up in it just. A why bit do before, Why do you want to experience everything at once? Just, just a bit before Daniel Murad joined us, Bradley rolled up in this. I did. So I was a little exhausted. PC. That's uh, I didn't pipe. So up I, as much. I, I ran down to try check this thing out, and I thought he showed me all the modes, and apparently he didn't. I well, will say aesthetically, it looks great. It is uh, the seats and the comfort inside Amazing. for a racing fan. Yes, felt great. Uh, the seats really hug you. I, I really enjoyed the seat uh, and the sound of the car. Really good, natural sound. Not yes. Uh, not, Bradley not did not silent. do the piped-in sound, but it's interesting that yes, there is a mode on this car, Rob, as you said, that uh, will pipe in extra sound through the speakers. Yes. TCR sound. That's that's interesting that they do that. I mean, that's a little fake, huh? Like, well, nobody exactly uses fake. it. Nobody uses it, but it's right. it's there, so I'll I'll give it like, a shot. What's that all about? Yeah. Why 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 not just have the sound? What is that all about, Rob? Tell us. Uh, not having the same. I don't know. Not being a race car. <laughs> yeah, Bradley? not a race car, right? Bradley, you didn't buy yes, a race car. God damn it! Bradley didn't buy a race car. I hate to I hate to break like this to you. You're you're impressed with the the cornering ability on this car as is. Imagine the actual race variant of it, right? Oh, like yeah, yeah. Bra- well, yeah. Bradley, tell us where you although cor- tell us where you took the hard corners today. The only place that I could. I'm in eastern North Carolina where every single road is absolutely straight like, and boring. Yeah, that's true. So the only place I could push it was on a, one of those circular roundabout like on ramps to the interstate. And it felt great. It felt planted. Felt really nice. Kind of like, unlike, a- I mean, and this is obviously there's people that may drive more exotic cars than this, rolling their eyes. But for a guy that's only owned a base model Chevy Cruze and a Volkswagen Jetta, not the GLI or anything like that, um, I've never driven a car that felt like this, that felt so well planted to the road. Not, I mean, I wasn't going ridiculously fast and I, I felt like I could push it probably at least 60% more than what I was pushing. And I was on throttle going through that roundabout, just waiting on it to slide out. And it was just stuck, absolutely stuck to the road. So, and that probably has something to do with the, obviously the car itself, the way it's tuned. It also comes factory with Michelin pilot sport for S tires, which we got to experience at VIR (laughs) in the the MA competition. That's true. And we know how well those, those stick. So yes, sales pitch done. If yeah, I've, I've, actually, I've actually I've actually give me a refer, use my referral code. <laughs> so, but oh yeah, fan, I, I have no buyer's remorse, and I've not even begun to explore every everything I could do with the car. Um, so I'm happy with it. It's a cool enthusiast car, um, and I look forward to taking it to tracks on the on the road show. It's really the main point we're talking about this mm-hmm. because we will be taking this to as many races as we can. 
Yes. Um, and then we'll, we'll take it up to the track in Asheville as well. And I'm hoping to get this break in done before we go up to Asheville. Uh, because there's some good enthusiast roads What's, up there. There's a road up there that you. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, so I, we, I was researching. I don't know. I never knew this existed, and we've lived in North Carolina most of our entire lives. Yeah. Well, um, for you, your entire life. Yes. So there's there's a road, very famous road in the United States, called the Tale of the Dragon, uh, just south of Asheville, and it, it runs from North Carolina into Tennessee. Um, and if you've never seen this, Google it. Um, now it's, it looks like it's so popular that it's almost too crowded, crowded to be worth it. There's too many sports cars, but there's videos right? I've watched. Yes. There's videos I've seen of probably 30 Porsche 911 GT3 cars in a line cruising this highway. And I mean, it's, it is insane. It's pandemonium. I, I encourage everybody out here, out there that doesn't know about it. Google tail of the dragon. So what do you call it? Like a hill climb type of deal? It's not a hill climb. Say? It's just an insane eleven-mile stretch of road with three hundred some corners and no crossroads. So it's not as dangerous. Mm-hmm. I mean, it is dangerous. There's been a you know ton of fatalities. Rob, you look really tickled pink on our yeah. Video I'm, feed. I'm I'm taking up too much airspace here, Patrick. I mean, Rob, well, are you looking? Give at me something, some feedback. Rob? Nobody can. No, see. no. Rob looks tickled pink. You, know, you guys, guys give just, me some feedback. No, you guys I'm, just going, man. It brings me joy just to hear him get going. I'm, and get I'm excited about this. I thought so exactly. Rob was looking at something. No, something. no. We can see each other yeah. on the show here in the studio, and uh, Rob looks tickled. Rob, would you would you ride with me on the Tale of the Dragon, where there's yeah. been a known number of fatalities? Do you trust me well enough to operate this vehicle on that highway? Yep. Patrick? I've uh, never been. Oh, no, I've been in the car with you once. Uh, yes, you did. No. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't. Yeah, I, I trust you. I'm. I'm reasonable. I'm. I like my life. I don't. You know. Bradley's a scared boy. Yeah. I don't. I don't push. Boy. I don't push the envelope. I. Yeah. I think of consequences before I act. When the plane lands, Bradley holds onto the seat in front of him. I do. I think of all the potentials. He's a nervous. I'm boy. usually the guy at the emergency seat because I'm ready to go. No, you're not ready. You're a nervous boy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my day, um, and that's that's what I have to to mess with and play with and. And like I said, we'll see everybody at the at the uh, at the track here in 2022 with our new toy. Well, I know Rob expressed some pride at that. I mean, that's I mean, we're not Top Gear, but that that's been a, a little bit time coming. Here. He put his money where his mouth is. Like I said, he, he said he was going to do it, oh, and like I didn't did, expect did it to I be. Not. I didn't expect it to be a fucking month after. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> neither yeah, did well, I. Rob, neither did I. So. <laughs> God this, help me. I mean, this guy joined a Reddit for Hyundai Elantra in. So what did you expect? Well, there's a Reddit for everything. Don't don't there is don't, a Reddit. Don't cast shade at that. There there's is. a Reddit. There is a Reddit for literally everything. I mean, there is, but I didn't expect you to be a, a hardcore member of it chatting with other people about it. It's I'm telling you, and that that is what again, I'm not paid by them or sponsored by them, but uh that is one thing that that Hyundai and the in wanted to do with the, with releasing this car and then the whole thing they want it to be like porsche like the bmw m and become kind of like a cult following type of thing where now oh well, they got the cult part they do yes they do from from that reddit i mean there's people that meet up with each other and do car you're gonna do that things i would do it would you if there was a car corral at one of these races or maybe we can start one I'm telling you. I'm no, telling you. No, don't do that, please. Don't do that. Oh, okay. No, okay. No, no. See, the thing is, where I live, there's people, and there's like 
all my whole life it used to happen. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it still happens at the grocery store and the mall here. They're both on the Come same on. like main. I'm talking one. about a race. And you're talking <laughs> they, about the goddamn grocery store. They, they hang you, out you with their cars. They, they have a bunch of just regular ass cars. Like some of them have spoilers on them. And like some of them are like nothing. Some of them are just like a van. And they all hang out with their cars in either the parking lot at the Sobeys or up at the mall. <laughs> so what I'm hearing the hoods is, and show them off. <laughs> They just stand there and they hang out and they just and they it so, looks so, ridiculous. So basically, no, no, no. basically losers, Rob. No, don't be that no, guy. No, no, no. Just all Rob is don't be that guy. High schoolers. No, Rob is com- no, Rob is comparing me trying to organize a legitimate performance sedan car that races in the real series. I'm trying to form organize a car corral or me and or meetup at a real IMSA race, and Rob is comparing that to a bunch of grannies. Granny. Circling the wagon with their Subaru Outback <laughs> at, the, the high at, the, at the grocery store. The high schoolers circle the wagons in the Walmart parking lot. Circle, yeah, they're right. They're Subaru Outback. Yeah, no, they're lifting trucks and, so, and oh, so yeah. on and whatnot. Yeah. I bet with the wheels. What kind of cars on. are they, Rob? Again, like it could be anything. It could be like a rice burner. It could be yeah. trucks. It could be just if you have a car. It's like Ooh, let's just go hang out with our cars. Everyone's got a Tim Hortons coffee. Ah, I just bought a, a car. Christ. Yeah, unless you're going for Tim's coffee and then like the car is how you got Tim, there. Then, Tim, I don't know. Tim Horton. Yeah, Tim Hortons, baby. Okay. Timmy Hose. The road. What the hell? I mean, I yeah, we had that in Ohio, but we don't have that yeah. down here. Yeah, you do. In the United yeah, States, okay. But well, no, we'll that's, get second Rob, those those two are not the same thing. Is is what I'm trying to say. Eh, those girl. are not. That's not what I'm trying to do here. It's about Patrick, you you're with me, right? <laughs> no, Patrick's with me. Patrick's no, with me. If you're an enthusiast of something, and like you have a car that's pretty fairly exclusive. Let's use the word exclusive. Yeah, let's. And you have a group of people that are. We'll talk to each other and like, oh yeah, let's talk about. Here's what I did to this. That's car. creepy. Here's the modifications I made. Here's a picture of my face. Yeah, here's a picture of my car. This is where I a picture live. your car. These are the things I like. Don't to you do. want to meet up with those people and just look at each other's cars? Haven't we, all haven't we done that? Yeah, with each that. other. It sounds like uh, the Porsche Owners Club, like what we saw it at Daytona or whatever. Exactly. Not, not exactly. Quite. Patrick but, gets it, Rob. Not but here's the, no, I understand that. But here's my personal thought on it. It's really damn stupid. No, it's not, my man. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Yes. Ooh, look at yeah. me here. <laughs> That's why they call us enthusiasts, Patrick. I'm enthusiastic. That's what yeah. I am. <laughs> Mike dropped. I can be enthusiastic about taking a big old crap, but you don't see me, you know, starting a, a organization, yeah. you know, a community meetup about it. Pat- community all right, all right, we, got this, we got this velvet rope. We're going to just display what we produce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. It's, for me, that's just saying it's just something here, like small town PEI, yeah, like. People just know everybody, right? So like, oh, yeah. you can't. People, if I were to do that, people would be like you guys see Rob hanging in his fucking Rav Four, yeah, yeah. the fucking Rob, Sobe. Rob's the dumb motherfucker that has the Elantra in on the island. Who's this? Who's this guy? He's the no, only one. Yeah, he's the, he's the only guy that got one. Look it's not the car at that point for me. It's just people hanging out because yeah. with their cars. Like I know it's like, why don't you guys go do something? Yeah, do something. <laughs> with your car. Like, that's go- the thing. You do something with your car, but when you go to a race like this, it's like. You, you want to associate and have community. We talked about that in the first half with Daniel. You want to have a community 
And sometimes you'll take that where you can get it. And that is something that's mutual, something you share as a bond Uh, with these people. And the thing is you share this car with somebody. So whether it be a Porsche or BMW or anything like that, you share this with all these people. We've all looked at everything and like, I don't know all the, how many cars we could pick. We've picked this car. We have all that in common. Usually if you pick this car, you're a motorsport fan or you're, that you're, is, you enjoy enthusiastic. I will driving. say this. So I, I hopped in the driver's seat just before we went on air and uh, Bradley's gets in the passenger seat. Very gracious of him to allow me in the driver's seat. Because well, we've he, made some deals. He will usually, he will usually uh, assault car. me if I touch any vehicle of his. Uh, well, I've got a, <laughs> this is too much information for the podcast, but there's a German yeah. shepherd that will not be going inside this car. Yeah, just say I'll be providing transport. Yes. Uh, that's the deal for me to drive this car. Yes. Uh, but the the car has built into its what, what would it be not GPS but like it does the, have that built the in. race mode yes when you turn on the race mode the in mode or the, the in mode, screen in yes screen. it has layouts yes. for you to pull lap times at correct all of the well known North American correct. road courses so it will Lime Rock yes. Mid Ohio Watkins yes. Glen so the GPS I don't think Mid Ohio is well, GPS well, okay. will recognize my favorite track. Yes, okay. GPS will recognize when you're on these certain tracks, and it'll automatically know where you are on the track, and it will log your lap time, and it will give you uh, if you p- play with the screen on the either the digital gauge cluster or on the infotainment screen, it will give you just like an iRacing, it will give you the green or red delta of whether your optimal lap time Rob is looks faster tickled or again. slower. Rob, Rob that's fucking awesome. Rob looks tickled. That is awesome. I'm just laughing inside. Like he's <laughs> geeking out so Yes. The Delta. It'll give you the Delta. It'll give you the what Delta. What kind of, Rob, what kind of streetcar can you buy That'll that will give do that you the for Delta. you? Not many. You just, I, you just gave me the answer. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. You just took my of my sales. We... Bradley, we just waxed poetic about the Hyundai Elantra yeah. for twenty five minutes. I know. Let's let's change topics because we I don't just know that I have another topic. We just gave Hyundai a lot of I money. I don't know that I have any other thing for you. It was yeah. worth it though. It was worth it. I mean, I'm pumped about the I, Indy- I think we'll have some YouTube content yeah? coming from you. Think? I think we will. You think? Yeah. Well, I'm pumped about if the we, Indy- if we hit if we go to the oh, tail of the dragon. Sake. We're gonna be up in Asheville the tail of the on dragon. March twelfth with the track. In Asheville. Very excited for that. I'm trying to say something, Bradley. Yes. I'm pumped about the IndyCar season okay. starting this yes. week. Yes, let's change topics then. Okay. We okay? Yes. Okay. I'm pumped about the IndyCar season. Any, anybody have a comment on that? No? Yes? Yes, very much so. Yes. Can I bring this back to the Hyundai? Yeah, 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 let's talk more about no, that. No, we're not. No, you can't. No, no, no. This has nothing what else really does do that it? thing do? While I was test driving does the car. Does it have a bidet in the no. seat? <laughs> what else does that thing do? While I was oh. test driving the car today. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. testing the sound okay. system. He, he re- I thought he was fucking joking. <laughs> yeah, really like, talking yeah, about. Yeah, the we Elantra. said you couldn't. We said no. <laughs> he's talking. <laughs> he he he's actually right, 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 telling right. us more about Carry his experience. All I was going to say is no, I, no. Tell us. I tested the audio system tell and us. I put IndyCar radio on and they had the Indy Lights practice play. That's all I was going to say. <laughs> very right. very low. Right. Why, why couldn't you just say you turned on Indy radio? Why did you tell us it was in the car? I don't know because it was just a thing that happened, Rob. We 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 just discovered Bradley's side hustle. He's going to be but, a car dealer. The sound now. system yeah. was glorious. It was. It was I nice. listened to IndyCar. It was right. a great sound system. Okay. Anyway, as you were saying about as the IndyCar season, I'm just excited for it. That's all I was saying. 
So you didn't have a you didn't have a whole lot yeah, of go go Pato. I don't know. <laughs> Anybody else? Well, it is a doubleheader weekend, correct? We have GT uh, America, GT and we America, Derek IndyCar, yes. Derek DeBoer, who joined us last weekend, is is at the track. So racing, other than NASCAR race, road racing is in full swing now. We've had IMSA start with Daytona 24. Now GT America and IndyCar are correct, back. and of course NASCAR is North American now. North American road racing is is back completely back, just and like that. The twenty, the new season. So I was watching uh, a bit this late afternoon, some of the Mazda stuff. So yeah, it was good stuff. I was watching the Mazdas race. I went back. I was watching Mazdas today too. That's weird. It's good. I Mazdas went back are always good. I went back always. and watched the. Well, I can't remember if it was race one or race two from Petit Le Mans. Oh. Yeah, it was good. Very good stuff. Um. But but yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm exhausted by the Hyundai talk, but I'm also intrigued by it. I want to get out on the track with that car. Yeah, we'll get out there, <laughs> do some autocrossing <laughs> stuff like that. Uh, you mean some grocery store parking lot? Yeah, Canadian yeah. driving. There you Rob. go. Rob, we're gonna circle the wagons. Yeah, circle the wagons. at the local <laughs> grocery store. There's lots of lots of travel on the horizon. Indeed, yeah. that's true. We got the Indy 500 coming up. Well. Coming up, We've got Mid Ohio. That's right. Mid Ohio will be our at this point next on location for an actual race. And uh, but coming up, March twelfth, we'll be in Asheville, North Carolina, at the track at Asheville. It's a sim racing center uh, at Biltmore Village in Asheville, North Carolina. Great destination, whether you're just a motorsport fan or not. Uh, so if you're in the region, uh, come on out. We've got uh, quite the stuff planned. Uh, the track will be hosting some hot lap competitions on their sim rigs uh, for people to come out, and we'll be recording live from the uh, the center uh, for the afternoon and spending the night in Asheville. So that's going to be a fun, fun time with the Hyundai Elantra in oh, on boy. the tail of the dragon, as you just heard. Uh, and uh, check out the Gird Rival F1 Fantasy League. The all-new IntoTheApex.com has a link at the very bottom of the page to the grid rival F1 2022 Fantasy League. Still plenty of space there. We've got about 25 people in there. And it's going to get chippy because we've got uh, Lewis fans, we've got Max fans, and everywhere in between. Uh, So we uh, want to thank Daniel Murad for joining us at the top of the show for a great spot. Uh, Check him out at muradness.com and uh, so on. Yeah, from there, we'll see you next week on Into the Apex. You've been listening to Into the Apex. Apex. Presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com.